Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Corey Walsh Podcast. Um, hope you're all having a great Friday. Per- the NFL draft just started, so that was fun to have something to do <laughs> last night. I mean, everyone's just sitting around. This was really our one escape back into sports outside of the last dance. So today we're going to have a round one recap with Ian Lenahan, and we're just going to talk about what happened. So I hope you guys uh, stick around and really enjoy it. And obviously, I hope you are all staying safe during this time. So enjoy. All right. So now on the phone, we got Ian Lenahan, and we're going to talk about the first round that just happened last night. Um, what, were, what were your like initial thoughts after watching it? First and foremost, with everything going on in the world, I just think it's so, so sad. And like, obviously, they have it really well in comparison to what some people are going through. But it is so sad that, you know, they've worked their whole life to, like, shake the commissioner's hand and have that moment on stage and would have been in Las Vegas this year. And then it was still was really nice to see some of the genuine reactions. Like, there were dogs in people's living rooms and stuff. But it, I don't know. I just thought it was so sad. Joe Burrow's scene was so heartwarming. The way he was straight-faced the whole time. Never, like, really showed a single smile. You the way the he's three of them, The way the three of them didn't blink the whole ten minutes the camera was on them. <laughs> I, just, I felt bad in that regard, but, I, I mean, I think for the most part, this was a very predictable top couple picks. I, as a whole, felt this draft was very boring, and the lead-up was that it was going to be insanely trade-filled. And even the back end of the trades, only one of them, which we'll talk about later, really provided the uh, excitement that we were looking for. Yeah, I agree. I think think something that could also sum up this draft is the the middle-of-the-pack picks and those teams involved. I feel like there were a crap ton of missed opportunities for some of those teams. There's still a lot of very good players heading into day two of the draft. Yes. I feel like there was a lot of question mark picks that weren't even exciting. They were just more like what, more like more than anything else. Especially yeah, like... I remember. There you go. Sorry, you go. I um. No, honey, you go. <laughs> okay. I um. It was like you read all these mock drafts, and obviously there's players that teams see more film of and really feel like they fit their scheme. But there were certain players that I was just like, why? <laughs> like, there were pick players in that position that were much highly rated. And one of those picks for me, like, just like to say, I'm not going to go into detail yet, is Jalen Ragor on the Eagles. I thought that was a very yeah. weird pick, especially with Justin Jefferson left on the board. But it was like those types of situations where I was just like, you didn't, like, just want to wait to take him there because I don't think anyone was really knocking on the door. Right. Yeah. Um. One of those picks – and I thought this was so funny, the way Mel Kuyper and some of the guys in the ESPN um, panel were talking about. I can't find is it. It was a guy from, I think, Ohio State, the cornerback or something. Damon Arnett. I believe so, yeah. Who was I, taken and by the how Raiders. They, yeah, and I think that's what it was. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And they had, were thinking that he was maybe like someone had said they had him as the eighth best cornerback in this draft and that he went number three and then no one really knew who the third best one was, but that there was just such a toss up and that he went like a round or two early. And then there's John Gruden and Mike Mayock. So absolutely amped again. <laughs> yeah. Like, man, that, he's John Gruden's like, that was the close one. I tell you what, he, man, was... <laughs> he almost slipped from our grasp, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> almost slipped from our clutches on that five rounds early. <laughs> Good thing we jumped the gun on that. Because I really felt like those bastards over there in Chicago were going to take him. 
my heart is no longer palpitating, Mike. We got our guy. John Gruden brought his whole family into that room. There was, like, other people who had, like, their kids in there, but John Gruden had his wife, like, his kids, their kids. It was, like, a whole family gathering it's for something that's supposed to be pretty, like, present. exclusive. Yeah. I was just like, okay, John. All right, so the first three picks were basically exactly what we expected. It was Joe Burrow, Chase Young, and Jeff Akuda, which every mock draft basically had them taking those if Detroit didn't trade out, which they didn't. That would have been fun if that happened, but I don't know. I just feel like the Lions have been so, so mediocre for the last couple of years, and Matt Patricia obviously is the defensive-minded coach. So I think it just makes the most sense to stay in that spot and pick someone who's – he looks so good. And yeah. He seems like a really good person too. I mean, it's insane that he never gave a single penalty in his senior year or junior year, his last year of and playing that, in college. Right. And that um, video of that reporter was like, you tend to get a little sloppy. He's like, cut the tape again. You'll see something else. That was so funny. <laughs> I liked um, – the thing I noticed with the corners in this draft, I don't know if you noticed it too, is that every corner I, I felt like just looked so scrawny. And, like, my first thought was, like, they're yep. just going to get blown by, like, DK Metcalf <laughs> off the, like, the line of scrimmage. If he, like, if they meet and, like, just meet him at the press, done. They'll just get thrown yeah. to the side. That's what I was thinking with someone like C.J. Henderson from Florida. He was, I mean, he was the second. He was yeah, yeah, yeah. Second quarterback taken. That's exactly what I was thinking last night. I'm like, these kids look like they're just, like, have no ounce of muscle on them. Obviously, they do. But, like, just looking at them, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I like the Redskins pick, too. Chase Young was a very safe pick, very good pick. Ron Rivera got a beast. Yeah, that, again, so predictable, but such a great pick. They were saying that he's, I think, the fifth fifth NFL prospect to get a perfect rating or something. I think mm-hmm. the last one was Saquon Barkley. So, yeah, I he'll, um, be, he'll be a beast for them. Yeah, for sure. I uh, The thing I was really upset about, which will – was the amount of Herbert smokescreen that every team seemed to place. Mm-hmm. Because did you read also that the Giants were very interested in Herbert and they met with him a ton? Because I read that report, and then I was like, no, that'd be ridiculous. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, what if this is like a Kyle or Josh Rosen situation? Yeah, I did see that. And I, it, that's something that the Giants would do. I was just oh like... My God, but, I was yeah, just... But then they went with protection for Daniel Jones. Yeah, and Saquon. Thank Sake. God. I uh, the Dolphins also threw the smoke screen of saying they loved Herbert, and then they took Tua, mm-hmm. which was the smart pick. Which I have to say is probably the best Dolphins pick they've had in quite some time in the first round. I, picking her, Tua. I agree, and I think especially in the media in the last couple of days, there were so many different things about how Miami had passed up on Drew Brees because they were worried that he was hurt, and then Nick Saban came out and he was like, "But with Tua." You don't want to make the same mistake. And I just think there was so much of that pressure from past experiences that they thought about Tua. And their GM now was their scouting guy when they passed on Drew Brees. So that was like – once I heard that, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to take him. They're going to take Tua because that PTSD is just going to be instilled in the back of their mind the whole time of just whether or not they were going to take him. (sighs) Yeah, I think think it's going to work out for them. I think he's going to be pretty good. Yeah, it makes the Dolphins very scary. In my opinion, yeah. I, I yeah. as a Pats fan, I am I am extremely concerned because that team is just it looks like it's it looks it has the talent level like rising that the Browns had, but at the same mm-hmm. time they have a much better infrastructure than the Browns have. Brian Flores is a great coach, and Freddie Kitchens. What, anyways? 
Who? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So another big thing, yeah, pun intended, I guess, is the linemen in this draft looked yeah. absolutely insane. What the hell? My favorite originally was Mekhi Becton, and I stick by that because that kid is an absolute unit. The kid yeah, from Louisville, I, he they that he like I love these like ESPN like deep dives they do on these prospects where they go like, oh, in case you didn't know, Mackay Beckton in eighth grade won the Walter Way Championship in his high school. Yeah, <laughs> they like, really went this year. They're like, they're like this guy saved a woman's life last year using the Heimlich. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was just like, is, is this relevant info? This is a slow draft year, isn't it, ESPN? <laughs> Um, the yeah, the linemen were what, the guy from Iowa that the Bucks traded up for, Tristan Wirfs. Did the you see the video of him jumping out of a pool? Yeah. Say no more. I can tell you right now, if that pool was two feet tall instead of four, I probably still wouldn't have gotten out of it. And I don't weigh that much that Tristan Wirfs weighs. I'd be scared jumping out of a kiddie pool. <laughs> Especially the inflatable kind. I'm such a <laughs> I um I thought the Browns made a really smart pick picking Willis. I I thought they were gonna take a tackle, but then they also were rumored to get Trent Williams. So I'm really glad they didn't. They just went for the younger player. Yeah. But uh, I and then the, the other thing about Becton, uh, going back to him for a sec, is that everyone thought the Jets were gonna decide between an offensive lineman or a wide receiver, and I really thought the Jets were gonna be stupid and pick a wide receiver, not because they're bad but because they have no O-line and they missed out on Conklin and in free agency, which was yeah. supposed to be their number one target. So yeah. I really thought they were going to pick, like, Judy and just go for Flash. I I did, too. I really did. And I Obviously, like you just said, that's nothing against the wide receiver class because, as we'll talk about, this was a very deep wide receiver first round. Um, but I thought if they were just going to do the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 dumb move that they always do and take a wide receiver, even though he would have been really good. Like you just said, if you can't have the pass protection, you're not going to get the ball. So I was surprised to see them do that, but I don't know. I think Darnold's going to Darnold's going to benefit from that. Yeah, you know, I've just like I I I feel like at first I was really ecstatic that they picked Beckton because I was like, oh man, they won't get a wide receiver. That's going to be awesome. And then I watched the yeah. highlight film, and I already knew I liked Beckton, but like the the way they like seen this highlight film together it's like 90 percent pancakes the entire time yes. you're just looking at him maul grown men to the floor off of one push and you're just like oh my god what and <laughs> then that get back up and then he pushes him back down again <laughs> yeah and i'm just like oh god it's so scary one of the steals in the top 10 before we move on is uh was isaiah simmons the linebacker from yep. clemson who got all the way yep. down to arizona who allegedly could play, like, four different positions. Yeah, what position do you play? I play defense. No, what position do you play? I play defense. Yeah, he had, like, over 100 snaps taken at safety, slot, corner, and outside linebacker. Yeah, he's he looked very good. And he was just as fast as the running back at Clemson, too. Cliff Clingsbury is sitting in his freaking, like, however many million-dollar home knowing that he just got one of the best players of the draft yeah i saw something on twitter that says what do you think cliff kingsbury does at home and then someone said Shit. cocaine <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like oh 
Twitter's uh, a little ferocious tonight. Yeah, it's like cocaine and chicks. It's so funny. All right, one more thing about the offensive line. Going back to Tristan Wirfs from Tampa. Why yeah. on earth did they trade to move one pick up? And they, like, yeah. like who was going to, like, unless they knew someone was going to trade up for Wirfs. I don't know outside of there this list. There must have been some intel or something. Yeah, because they only gave up a fourth, which was the fourth that they could have gave us with Gronk, too. But anyways, anyway, I um, would want that for a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was a really good pick, though. That that was like my main thing against Tampa with all this hype is that everyone's like already penning him at Super Bowl. My new my two major arguments against Tampa Bay were one that their conference Brady has never been in a tougher division in his life than yeah. this one. Nope. But also, his offensive line is the is awful. Tampa Bay's O line is was really bad last year. It ran yeah. towards the bottom of the NFL. So, and Brady, as any Patriot fan knows, if he gets a lot of pressure consistently, he does not show very much. He does a lot of his run outside the pocket, throwaway passes. <clears throat> and I was just a part of me was like, you know, trying to feel like I didn't get my entire childhood hero taken away from me. Being like, yeah, you know, he's he's really bad with pressure, so at least I don't have to watch him almost break a touchdown record. Troy, you're so dramatic the way you speak for all of us. <laughs> Thanks. I uh, all right. So the wide receivers in this draft class moving to positive things. Uh, the Raiders was the first team. It took till twelve for one of them to go, and it was Rugs. I mean, I heard C.J. Lamb had the possibility of overtaking Judy, yeah. but then Rugs comes in out of nowhere and. John John Gruden really he likes this rugs guy, he's fast. Yeah, he looks unbelievably. F- I don't know what he ran for a forty, but I feel like it must have been like sub four three. He looks so good on film. <laughs> Wasn't Rugs the one with his uh, girlfriend who took like he she took his phone and then he just ran that it was right back? that was C D Lamb. Oh, my apologies, C D. We'll get to that. Yeah, so what the the second Alabama wide receiver was actually the first one taken. Yep. And that's a good pick. I mean, they it, it basically seems like Gruden has orchestrated the offense, but we all know he doesn't like Derek Carr. So the real question is what's he what's in his plans here? Yeah, I was I was kind of wondering if they might make a little move for someone we'll talk about in a little bit, Jordan Love. I hadn't really seen anything in regard to a rumor in terms of Love going there. To be honest, I wasn't even looking at that stuff too much. But <laughs> who knows? Maybe they'll take someone tonight. Maybe they'll take someone in the next couple of days. So now they have Waller, they have Ruggs, and they have Josh Jacobs, and they have Tyrell Williams, who isn't bad. But um, they're good and they're young. That's a good offensive lineup they got going, and their defense. In classic, you know, everyone talks a lot of shit about Mayock and Gruden as a pairing, but their last draft was so successful. and It, it was pretty good for this one, too. I mean, they filled in a lot of holes. They definitely are making use of all the first-round picks that they acquired, which they were getting roasted for getting rid of. Yeah, definitely. I'd say it's definitely working out. Yeah, and then a pick I also really liked was Jerry Judy to the Broncos, just to give Drew Locke another weapon along with Cortland Sutton and Noah Fant. So that's a good uh, one-two they got going on there. Cortland, Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy is going to be so, so good. And Cortland Sutton, I feel like, came out of nowhere this year. Oh, I just yeah. think that's going to be so – I was I was a little bummed out because I like Jerry Judy the best out of this class. But I think 
that's it's gonna be so good. Him and Sudden and no offense. That's fun, who even knows. Uh, um Yeah. And then uh the last wide receiver out of that big three that was taken was C D Lamb by Dallas. Oh my god. You know, I was you could argue he would have been the first one. Yeah, I really, really like C D Lamb. I thought C D Lamb was the best one of the three. Yes. But yeah. and then I got a little delusional towards the end, thinking, you know, maybe like the Patriots will actually get C D Lamb by just him being there and we could take him, but knowing Bill Belichick we wouldn't. Yeah, well, yeah, when you said that to me, I was like, uh, wouldn't it be nice? But oh, we just trade out. Yeah, I thought <laughs> this was a very good pick for the Cowboys. Oh my I mean, god. Mar- it- Mari so Cooper, good. CD, Zeke, Jack. And they have Michael Gallup, who's also really good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they have Jason Witt. Anyways. And they have Jason Get. Oh, wait. <laughs> and uh, Jason Garrett's online, too, pleading for his job. I saw Mike McCarthy. Do you see Mike McCarthy's face zoomed up? Like, it was right way too the- close. <laughs> Even, it's um, so what's his name? Uh... The, the host of ESPN during that was like, uh, yeah. Hey, Trey Wingo. Yeah, Trey Wingo was like, man, uh, McCarthy's like uh, a little too close there. And then the next time they show him, he's like zoomed back. So it was definitely like, Mike, get your fat face out of this camera. Kind of like when your uncle gets a smartphone for the first time and has it like <laughs> directly under his chin while he's reading something. Yeah, this looks good for you guys, right? <laughs> Money shot. Going back really quick to pick 14, um, the 49ers took Javon Kinlaw, which they, for those who don't know, they traded DeForest Buckner, the defensive tackle they took in the first round, for this pick, and then took another defensive tackle. So they basically just didn't want to pay the $21 million that Buckner was going to get paid. Yeah. So they basically just got a cheaper first-round talent. So once again, the 49ers are like 700 steps ahead. I wonder how they're going to do this year. I would, do you think they have a chance to return? Uh, I don't really think Jimmy Garoppolo is that great. So I, it really, their defense is so good. They can go yeah. as far as that defense really allows them to go. I think. And if defense they start championships, question mark. I hope so, because <laughs> that's go. all the Patriots got. <laughs> Anyways, no, we're not going to. Oh! We're not going to even go to the AFC Championship. Uh, last night was talking about six wins. I was. I, I'm thinking somewhere around nine to ten to eight. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> uh. So the Dolphins. They also took another lineman. It was kind of weird though because that lineman pick. They. They really just. I think it, all it screamed was desperation because the top tier were gone by the time mm-hmm. they picked. And that's what the uh, announcers were saying, too. They were just basically like, all right, well, the top picks are gone, but the Dolphins also really need one. And then Roger Goodell looks at the Dolphins fans, and he's like, hope you guys. He's like, Tua's going to like this one. (laughs) He's such a dumbass. (laughs) He's such a dork. Did you see that? It was like right after he changed it to his sweater from his blazer. He's like, you're such a fucking. (laughs) Did you um, see that? You know how they were having the fans in the background? Yeah. Did you see that the Chargers couldn't even get 12? <laughs> they had, like, three that were just the logo. That's the trouble <laughs> with relocating. No, that was so funny. No, that's the trouble with just the Chargers having zero fans and then moving them into a city where there's already a team. 
didn't help that now they don't have Philip Rivers and his twelve thousand children to round out that screen. But now they got <laughs> now they got Justin Herbert, who's atrocious. Something I thought was cool about Justin Herbert was his um, family history with football and specifically or like Oregon athletes. Did you see that? Yeah, you're a sucker for those ESPN graphics. Man, what the hell? <laughs> his dad played at. Oregon State. I'm a, vi- I'm a visual learner, man. What the hell? Who was the one whose entire fan? Oh, Joe Burrows went to Nebraska. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> they just like for the first few picks, they're like, let's show the family lineage. <laughs> His dad was a carpenter at Lowe's. His mom was a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> His uncle Jeff is a botanist. <laughs> and what do you get from those three? <laughs> You get a wide receiver who ran a four four three. Cow. Bell, settle it down. No, you don't understand. Justin Jefferson's uncle. He was a tax you know, broker I'm... until he was forty eight, and then decided to pursue his life goal of botany. Since you just said Mel, I don't know why I've never noticed this before. What the hell is wrong with his head? <laughs> it looks actually, wrong. It looks like. I hope there's no like underlying medical condition and I look like an asshole, but it, it looks like one of those balloons that starts out skinny on the way up and then it starts to take shape at the top. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a mushroom. It looks like a friendlies balloon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. I, I honestly was looking for NFL Network when I decided. I was like to my dad really? before the draft. I'm like, which one do you want to watch it on? ESPN or NFL Network? He's like, I don't care. You pick. I'm like, well, I don't really like Mel Kuyper, so I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with NFL Network. And they merged the networks. Oh, did they? I didn't yes. know that. They merged. I... That's why Kurt Warner, Michael Irving, and uh, oh, the analysts were sense. on there, too. Oh, oh I got you. Um, Which I loved when I thought, Michael I thought, spoke. I thought you were saying that NFL Network went like split screen or something and broadcasted ESPNs too. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? No. <laughs> I was just, oh, that was awful. That was upsetting. Yeah. Like, well, Michael Irvin, somebody... they're like, Michael Irvin, you didn't like being a cowboy either, did you? And he's like, no. <laughs> Michael Irvin was on a different level last night. Mike Irving was sweating bullets. He was (laughs) He was also sweating bullets by the 13th pick. (laughs) Yeah. These lights are too damn bright. (laughs) Kurt Warner looked like the lights were so bright that the light was going to go through him. (laughs) Kurt's like, I'm getting dizzy. (laughs) Seriously, I need water. (laughs) Kurt Warner's like, my wife was supposed to get me it, but the executives are saying I can't leave my chair. I haven't blinked in two hours. Has Herbert been taken yet? <laughs> Sir, it's the fourth round. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something else I thought was really crappy, too, is it looked like, and this happened with CeeDee Lamb, it looked like all the players were, the prospects were finding out on television rather than, maybe this isn't true, but it looked like this, that they were finding out on television rather than getting the call first. So then it made me wonder if, like, what they were watching it on. And I didn't know if maybe they were watching it on NFL Network, but then you were just talking about how they merged. But isn't that really crappy? I was thinking that what would happen was that they would have a delay between the recording and uh, the fo- the footage that we saw. So we were seeing them just watching TV, and they would get mm. a call. And then once they got that footage, they would then add it in as a delay. Mm. 
Yeah, because I was thinking about that too. I'm like, there's no, there's like such a lag between the phone call happening and this. So, I know I made the cameras. They're like the shots of their living rooms or you know their family homes or whatever. It made it pointless in the beginning. I feel like you should just show it when they're celebrating. <laughs> I was like, man, Joe Burrow's got a uh, metropolitan style house. Right. <laughs> Joe Burrow wearing headphones the whole time. Be like, if my parents talk to me during this, I swear to God. His brothers seem, uh, one of his brothers seems so annoying. Joe Burrow to me just also seems like kind of a tool. I, I, I think he's so cool, but then again, he's probably. Like, oh, he's no, he's totally himself. cool. But if I hung out with him one on one, I don't think I'd leave being like, man, that's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, he has an edge to him. That's what the, the insider version I think of douche is. Yeah, like exactly. Baker Mayfield. This like, guy, like this guy's confident, so he's an asshole. <laughs> no, 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 he's a leader. <laughs> so he's self-centered. <laughs> okay. All it's right, like so McCulloch let's go to a Patriots bandwagon hour. Uh, we're both uh, very aware of the Belichick drafting go. styles. <laughs> I have to go. Oh, really? No, not at all. <laughs> oh. I'm just so sad. Patriots, Keep going. <laughs> Patriots bandwagon hour. Here we go. Uh, so everyone who's a Patriots fan is completely aware that the Patriots like to trade away their pick just when you thought they would do something cool. And this was one of those times. Yeah, I don't really know why we. Corey and I always. I, I don't know why it's always. This is the first time that we haven't all been together with our friends to watch the draft. And by that I mean me. All it started. It always just turned. And all of our friends. Um, but obviously this time we, we were texting each other about it and we were talking about who they might pick. I don't know why we didn't even consider that they would trade back. I just keep stockpiling picks because that's all he ever does. I really thought they were just going to pick a linebacker. I was I was like, I want Tua, but then I was like, I want CD Lamb. And then I was like, I'll take a linebacker, please. And then it just got nabbed. And ironically, it was know. the exact one I wanted. I love Kenneth Murray. He's a good coverage linebacker yeah. who has... No, he's a actually he is terrible. He's a terrible coverage linebacker. He has like a lot of flaws that way. But we lost two of our starting. But I love him. <laughs> yeah. No, but he was like a freak athlete, so I really liked him. That was. There was also, I can't think of who it was. I'll tell me, but I kept seeing that the in mock drafts. Oh, the like defensive they, end from Iowa. Oh, okay, so it was him, but then also a tight end too, and it wasn't Thad Moss. So I don't know who it was, but I really want Thad Moss. If Thad Moss doesn't come to the Patriots, I will cry. That would be very cool. Did you see? But I thought it was really weird that Adam Schefter was like, but the Patriots know who they can take at 23, they can take at 37. <laughs> Great. It's like, thank you for all your hard work, Adam Schefter. But I don't, I don't really know. The Patriots are going to take Jordan Richards again, the safety from Stanford that they picked five years ago that was supposed to be a fourth-round safety. Dominique Easley Jr. <laughs> he has Achilles issues and parole officers at his door, but the Patriots think they can unlock his potential. All these issues are chronic. <laughs> the Patriots have decided to take Dominique Easley, knowing that he has type 4 diabetes and has two weeks to live. Let's make it count, Pats Nation. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what they're going to do with their pick now. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm really hoping they take the safety out of Alabama because he was supposed to be taken, like, 20 picks ago, and he is still available. 
Hey, we got rid Who's of that? Um, I think his name is Richards. Richards. The safety Jordan. from Alabama. <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Richards. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stanford. Totally equal colleges. Especially in academia. <laughs> that is what I was referring to. I really want... Okay, so the only... I guess to think logically about the Patriots trading down. We traded our second-round pick for a pile of garbage known as Mohamed Sanu. So I guess this gives us a refund on that. And we get our fourth, third-round pick. So now we're basically just going to go on a shopping spree in the fourth round. And what I mean by that is we're going to trade two of them for eight, eight second-round picks in five years. Oh, yeah. And then those will get traded for seventh-round picks that will trade with our star tight ends. Anyways, um, all right. I would love. I would love to see them take a tight end. I, I really, really would. I guarantee you will take one in the sixth. Perfect. If they take that uh, Moss, though, I will shed a tear of happiness. What? Well, where is he projected to go? I think he's a. I think he's going to get drafted tonight. It's whether it's the second or third round. I think. I would love to see them take him in thirty-seven or whatever the one after that is. What if he's the, still up? What if the Bucks take him? Hey, man, what the hell? <laughs> you know, it's already going so well for us. Will we take a quarterback, too? I don't know why we haven't even Brought talked about up. that. All right, so the quarterbacks left are Hertz, Eason, Fromm, everyone else. And you only like? I only like Fromm and Eason. I think it'd be very cool to get Jalen Hurts. I feel like he is underrated and has a chip on his shoulder which is such an individualistic totally unique <laughs> scouting report on him <laughs> only exclusive to the core rumor has it that jalen hurts has a chip on his shoulder from losing his job <laughs> twice um <laughs> again twice i don't know i i i would love to get someone who can Scramble, but also fling the freaking ball. Yeah, I don't know. the only thing I don't like about Hertz is that he's very um he he doesn't seem to read the field that well after his first read. Mm. So if the play collapses, I'm not really expecting Hertz to pull something out. I also think okay. I'd rather take like Eason or Fromm in like the fourth with for so mm. like we don't invest a ton in a raw quarterback. Mm -hmm. Also, Fromm was supposed to be really good like two years ago, so he does have something. Right. I don't know so, what. So are you then effectively saying that Stidham is the guy? I, I, uh, they're saying we might trade for Andy Dalton, so. Red Rifle? Yeah. Man, fuck this. <laughs> this is awful. All right, Patriots fans. <laughs> fuck, Mary kill. You got it. Andy Dalton. <laughs> Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. I'm not answering that. I'll see you all in therapy. <laughs> all right. Last thing we'll talk about here is the the biggest splash in terms of news. Uh, the Green Bay Packers traded up back into the draft for uh, yeah to take the rights yeah. to Jordan Love. So Rogers just got Rogered. Very 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 interesting. Um, do you know what Rodgers' contract is like? Uh, I know that he's probably not retiring anytime soon. 
Right, and I also wouldn't peg him as, at least before last night, I wasn't pegging him to be someone who would just, I don't know, leave the team they'd been with and won Super Bowls with that would after be... such a historic run. That'd be terrible. Yeah, can you imagine your best quarterback leaving? Please come back. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers currently has four years left and $134 million. So... Okay, so something I was thinking is, is he now potentially trade bait? I don't want to, like, peruse or anything, but I know a team that could totally use one. Who's that, Corey? (laughs) Foxborough Patriots. Sorry. Perfect. I don't know. I think, I mean, this is so weird. You you said you had a lot of thoughts on this. What, What are you thinking? One, Aaron Rodgers. Always known to be a really fun guy. Um, definitely the mentor type. Totally yeah. is beloved by all teammates. Totally doesn't have a ton of teammates say he's a dick. So I could see this going great. And chug a beer. <laughs> Withholding. You have to give him time, though. Check, check. I mean, let's be honest. Outside of discount, double check. What has Aaron Rodgers been likable? He's also dating Danica Patrick, and I feel like. Like that's just very hardcore. I liked what he did, yeah, Olivia Munn, because Olivia Munn seemed fun. <laughs> he did seem fun. Danica Patrick seems like she could run me over. <laughs> Derek Danica Patrick just does not seem like the type of fun girl I want to be around. Not at all. Um, Danica Patrick just reminds me of like some accounting woman. Yeah, that's true. Sorry, Danica. This is nothing against you. Corey Welsh podcast is sponsored by NASCAR and GoDaddy. And- and go to <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so this is very weird. I did not like Love as a prospect at all. I did not like him at all enough to warrant trading back into the first round to take him. The whole thing is so weird. I think it's trade bait. I really hope that they don't do that because Aaron Rodgers is the most gifted thrower of the football we've ever had. Okay, so... What do the Packers need positionally? What are their biggest needs I would needs say they now? should take another wide receiver. They only have Devontae Adams. Their other wide receivers were Geronimo Allison, Marquise Valdez-Scantling, and Lazard. And I wouldn't say any of those really pop off the page. They also don't have a tight end, I think. Jimmy Graham left. Mm. And they have Mercedes Lewis, who's got re-signed, and he's not great. <clears throat> they're great. They're fine at running back. They really needed another pass catcher. Rodgers is throwing the garbage outside right. of Devontae so, Adams, who's really good. So do you think it's plausible that they drafted him so that they could stockpile up on maybe like second or third or fourth round picks to get? Oh, you're saying that they take Jordan Love and then trade him away? Yeah. Oh, that'd be yeah. interesting. I don't know if they're going to do that, though, because they did trade up to get him. That's the thing. I don't know. It's it's like what you, know, you traded everyone, up. Everyone thinks this is weird. I don't th- like Rogers is thirty six. Rogers contract. That's so odd. He's also only thirty six, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like the team last year was terrible. So of course his stats didn't pop out normally, but they still on paper, like statistically, were very solid. They were a really good team, and they got tossed around in the NFC Championship. But also, they've been good for so long. They were also completely think- outmatched. That offensive right. team did not match up well with the defense. And the Packers' defense was very good, but, I mean, like, if you're on the field a ton, you're going to get torched. Exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, that Jordan Love thing was weird. Um, oh, the last pick I really liked was the Chiefs taking the LSU running back, Edwards. Uh, I was, yeah, I was, I was wondering your thoughts on this. Well, the Chiefs' number one issue by far was running back. They relied mm-hmm. on Damian Williams, who was my fantasy running back, and let me tell you, he was nothing great. And uh, they had LaShawn McCoy too, and he was old LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a really good pick for them, I think. It reminds well, me of t- when we took Sony Michelle. And look how that panned out. We did win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. It's not like Tom Brady and Grok did that or anything. No. <laughs> they weren't no. the pivotal play. No, not at all. Um, top of it? I like that pick. I, I like that pick. I didn't say top of it. I like um, Edwards Hilaire. I think that'll be good. Yeah. That, I was really happy he was the first running back taken. That that LSU team was so good. Oh, what do you think about um, – I'm glad you said that. I didn't even. I wasn't even thinking that he was the only running back taken. What do you think about um, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin? I think he's so good. <laughs> I think these Where two running backs – Where do you think backs, he'll go? He'll be gone, I think, in the first ten picks of the second round. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know anyone that would pass up a really talented running back at the Patriots taken though, I would be super upset. Cause even though we just shit on Sonny Michelle two seconds ago, he's still very serviceable. He is. Yeah. I do love Sonny Michelle. I love Sonny Michelle. We have Damian Harris, so there's no need to take him. Perfect. All right. No, I, I love Sonny Michelle. He had a down year, maybe not a down year, but just maybe not as good as people expected, but I think he is still very good. Serviceable was a great word, Corey. <laughs> Thank you. I looked it up in my thesaurus. I looked it up in synonyms for good. <laughs> I looked it up in average. <laughs> <laughs> Rumor has it. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. But, um, I guess we can yeah. tell the people that uh, we, you and me are going to start doing once a week. a uh, Well, once every two weeks, I guess. We're going to re- recap the, uh, the last dance. Yeah, the Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah, so we're going to do the four episodes and then a recap of the first four episodes and our thoughts. And we're not going to break down everything, obviously. We're just going to just talk about it because, believe it or not, we're not Bulls historians. Come on, man. What the hell are you saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. I tried to lowball minored you. It. I, tried I minored to... in Jerry Krause. <laughs> I tried to lowball you. Lowball me like they lower the rims for Jerry Krause. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Punctual. So that'll be fun. That'll be good. Yeah, that was that. That's gonna be awesome. So thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's always great to be back. All right. So thanks again to Ian for coming on to talk some NFL round one. That was uh, an interesting draft to say the least. As much as we were all hyped up for it, let's all hope that rounds two and three are just as fun. Because let's face it, this is our escape we got right now. So I hope you guys uh, tune in this Monday for me and Ian's recap of the first four episodes of The Last Dance. And I hope to see you guys then.